Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gretchen Whitmer has made several European trips lately, and she says they're in the name of economic development. I think it's essentially a campaign advertisement much more than it is anything from a serious economic perspective. There's essentially no economic value. Do trips like this signal that Michigan's governor has ambitions for higher political office? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. One of the biggest political footballs of our time is the economy. Politicians are always talking about the need to create good, high-paying jobs. I mean, look no further than this morning in Birmingham. At the Townsend Hotel, former Michigan Governor and current U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm touted Michigan's future. Sometimes you don't know that you are in the middle of history when you're in the middle of it. And right now, we are in the middle of this history-making change. And Michigan is the tip of the spear. Michigan is primed to be able to get that because you do want to create that industrial cluster that has the full supply chain. Madam Secretary was back in Metro Detroit emphasizing the importance of continuing to be on the cutting edge of jobs and technology. But it's not just federal leaders that are touting job creation. Here is WWJ's Beth Fisher. Governor Whitmer is traveling to France and Germany after the Make It in Michigan agenda was announced. It was set up to attract jobs and talent to Michigan from other states and bring the supply chain home from overseas. Whitmer will meet business leaders to talk about investment opportunities in Michigan in things like aerospace, defense, future mobility, and manufacturing. She'll also visit with Michigan service members stationed in the region. This European trip is Governor Whitmer's fourth trip abroad since winning election in 2018, but it is her third in the last five months, having previously headed to Norway, Switzerland, Austria, and Latvia. Back in January, the governor's office said that she was, quote, continuing her mission to pitch more Michigan jobs and advanced manufacturing industry opportunities, end quote. But lately, the governor has been surrounded by speculation that she'll run for president in 2028. I even read an article that suggested a 2024 run. To be clear, she's never once said that her intentions end in the White House. But the messaging is mixed. So I asked Oakland University political science professor Dave Dulio to help me clear things up. I wonder if these things don't serve dual purposes. I mean, when you read what she's doing, it sounds like something a president would do, visiting troops, talking to other leaders, right? 
Yeah, I, you know, I think so. However, I think that this is pretty standard economic development work for governors. You know, she's not the only governor that's doing it now. Uh, she's not the only Michigan governor that's that's done it. Rick Snyder went to China twice. He went to Japan. He went to Germany on these trade missions. So, it, you know, it's pretty standard stuff. I think that, you know, maybe you could say that going to visit the troops is a little departure from the norm, but I'm not sure I would read much into it beyond that. So Professor Dulio says this is standard, which checks out. But standard or not, not everybody is on board with what's happening. I think it's essentially a campaign advertisement much more than it is anything from a serious economic perspective. That right there is the voice of John Mozena. He spent decades representing clients with interests in economic development. Today, he is the president of the Center for Economic Accountability. That's a group that opposes large tax breaks for corporations. Those large tax incentives are part of what the governor uses to attract foreign business, according to John. There's essentially no economic value to states trying to micromanage economic development like this. But there's also really good evidence that shows that there's really serious political value to elected officials who take credit for creating jobs. These economic development deals, they don't really exist to create jobs. They exist to make voters believe that politicians are responsible for creating jobs. So the governor says, you know, she went to Norway and she met with a company that's called Nell Hydrogen. She says $400 million is coming, 500 good paying clean jobs. But that doesn't jive with what you're saying. So what's the gap? What am I missing? First and foremost, subsidies play very little role in companies' decisions. And we know that because the companies themselves say so. Every year, Area Development Magazine, which is a magazine of the site selection industry, for 37 years they've been polling company site selectors who make the decisions about where these things go. And they've been polling them on what factors matter to their site selection decisions. In the most recent survey, things like subsidies and incentives – came in 13th. There were you know, 12 other factors, things like workforce and land costs and construction costs and energy reliability and how good the roads are and all these really fundamental basic business factors that are far more important to companies. And those are what makes the decision. It's not that subsidies never matter, but they are such a small part of the uh, total decision about where these things get built and why they get built in Michigan or someplace else. John told me that Michigan governors have been going on trade trips since the mid-1990s, but that the job creation has been the opposite. The state has lost about 200,000 manufacturing jobs in that time period. As a result, Professor Julio says it is fair to question the cost against the benefit. I'm not saying anything was nefarious, but I'm looking when she went to Davos uh, earlier in the year, it was, cost almost $45,000. That's a lot of money. So then I guess other people wonder maybe, you know, if these things are standard procedure, then the question becomes, why? Very fair. And I think that that's a question you probably need an economist to answer. I think it's perfectly fair to ask, okay, the governor and not just Governor Whitmer, but what were the benefits that the state saw in terms of economic development, economic impact when Governor Snyder or Governor Granholm or any of them engaged in these trips? How many dollars were invested from foreign companies into the state after those trips? How many jobs were created? 
I think that that's a legitimate line of inquiry. I mean, it's obvious why John is so opposed to this. He says it does not work. But why is that true? They can't see the future. They can't predict the future. They have no idea what companies are successful. And look, if these bureaucrats at the, the MEDC were capable of identifying which companies were going to be successful, which ones were going to be a good investment, they wouldn't be making bureaucrats salaries in Lansing. They'd be making millions or billions on Wall Street. There is an entire industry out there that exists to put money behind good business plans. But the due diligence and research and everything that goes into this stuff by our bureaucrats, you know, if private investment advisors, kinds of folks who invest our 401ks or pensions or whatever, if they worked the way our government investment folks do, they'd be fired or in jail. When it comes to the right way to do things, according to John, the answer is a bit of a misconception. You know that saying, go big or go home? Well, John says that's the opposite of what we should be doing when trying to lure companies. The states that are most successful are the ones that tend to spend the most time making sure that the economy is welcoming for everyone rather than trying to pick and choose a few big companies. Michigan grew because of homegrown entrepreneurs that grew some of the biggest and most important companies in the world. Big companies are pretty much done growing. They got their growth out of the way. The answer is not to lure Amazon's HQ2 or something here. The answer is to be the kind of place where the next Jeff Bezos or the next Henry Ford is here, that they're educated, that they live in a safe community. It's a good place to live and that they can see a path to creating a company and building their company in that place. Is the governor running for president? The media attention suggests she will eventually. And even though she denies it, Professor Dulio says the attention was not an accident. She, in 2020, put herself out there with specific intention, I think, of raising that national profile. And she did it around the response to COVID. And even before that, she, she was mentioned as a uh, VP candidate to run alongside candidate Biden at that time. That didn't obviously pan out. I, you know, I think that that really sort of got a lot of attention. Her media appearances, which were, I think, created by a very savvy political operation inside the governor's office, helped with that as well. And she's just continued that. She knows how to get attention. And again, that's not a negative. That's just her doing her job. After talking to both Dave and John, I don't think the governor is taking these trips because her plans include a White House bid, at least not specifically. Both of them said it. Other governors in Michigan have done this before. But as Professor Dulio points out, the governor is partly the creator of the machine that will continue to ask that very question. Today's big thanks go out to Dave Dulio and John Mozena for chatting me up. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? Text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J.
Thanks for listening. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.